Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday, sort of, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast. We'd be your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on Drive today from 4pm and the rest of the week and month and year, and hopefully lots of years to come. Anyway, we begin annoyingly with Manchester United. Incredibly, losing a home in the Premier League to Brighton in Eric Ten Hag's first game in charge at Old Trafford. <laughs> Here's our Manchester correspondent, Mickey Gray. It's been an absolutely abysmal performance from Manchester United. Manchester United won, Brighton of Albion 2. We should have done better, that's clear. And, but I know also uh, that it will not come overnight. And sometimes we, we played better uh, in the preseason. Today we had a really worse period during the first half. And we have to, to learn from that. That's also clear. What are Manchester United doing? They are absolutely all, all over, over the, the place. place. Brighton is a team who normally wants to play from the back. Um, they didn't today. They played a long ball. It's not about pressing. Uh, it is about winning the second ball. In such occasions, uh, we did not um, always do what we make out before the game. We have definitely to learn from those lessons. There is a bit of responsibility on Ten Hag. He then waits until five minutes into the second half to bring on Ronaldo. Why not do it at yeah. half-time? He made a triple alteration at the start of stoppage time that just checked any momentum that Manchester United had and that allowed Brighton just to, to, to manage the game as they did quite well at times. Cristiano Ronaldo, the big story is he finds himself on the bench. Cristiano Ronaldo is now for 10 days maybe in team training and yeah, that's too short for, for 90 minutes. So uh, that's the reason uh, we, we didn't start it. On to Leanne Sanderson and Perry Groves having a big old Barney about CR7 and Cristiano Ronaldo. What, both of them? There's not one team in the world that's successful, apart from, obviously, maybe Lionel Messi. Other than that, especially in the Premier League, where they're successful when a player is bigger than the manager. It doesn't happen at Man City. The biggest one at Man City is Guardiola. The biggest one at Liverpool is Klopp. This problem, today wasn't Ronaldo's problem, but the whole culture around it, because he's being indulged. If the it culture was... of what, though, Perry? Because I don't disagree. I don't think... What, I think it's con- uh, culture of complacency, culture of inadequacy, yeah, culture how can, how can of not being bothered. Complacent, though? How can you say he's complacent? I don't agree with keeping a player that doesn't want to be at well, the club. Well, there you go. You've just answered it. It's exactly but, it. No, but you can't blame it all on Ronaldo. I mean, today was pretty bad. No, I said and it's one, of the biggest problem, one of the biggest problems is Ronaldo because he is the story all the time. So he's, if Ronaldo he's everything then about goes, yep. okay, if Ronaldo then goes, then what? You have to go and get another centre forward. Ronaldo's, so you're you're putting all of your eggs on Ronaldo. You think that no, he'll stay No, I'm not. But he's better than the players we have. I mean, Sancho today, 
non-existent. Rashford, non-existent. But Bruno the culture Fernandes, stinks, non-existent. The, Sorry? Culture, the culture at Manchester United stinks. It still I'm stinks. I'm not denying that, but that's not only down to Ronaldo. Well, he's one of the problems. Well, you've got a player that plays a, a game in a friendly and then does one at half-time. So that's a lot of other players. So he's yeah. not the only problem, Perry. He's not the only problem. No, but he's Along the biggest. Because he's the biggest name. If Ten Hag wants to go in there and set his stall out, right, and say, this is my philosophy, and he's indulging Cristiano Ronaldo, that doesn't set a great example. We seem to take an eternity to get players over the line. It took ages for Ericsson to come. I mean, Manchester City, they wanted Haaland. They went and got him. They wanted Calvin Phillips. They went and got him. So they seem to be able to get players through the door, whereas Manchester United can't seem to do it. Now, I don't blame Frankie de Jong for not wanting to come. Obviously, there's a lot of money and situations at Barcelona. But why would, if he was watching that today, what would make any player want to come and play for Manchester United? I mean, it's going to take a while for Ten Hag to change a culture. You know, there's a lot more problems than Ronaldo at the club. Do you think and if that- he does leave... Then, I mean, we've lost Cavani, and I know he didn't really play last year, but there's a reason why he didn't really want to play. And here's Alex Crook going on yet another rant about Manchester United, obviously. Ultimately, for me now, if you look at the managers that have come in since Sir Alex retired, and I listed them at the start of my commentary, we had David Moyes, Van Hull, Mourinho, Solskjaer, the club legend, Rangnick, and now we're on to Ten Hag. The main reason that nobody has been able to to really turn around United's fortunes is because of the ownership. And then you, again, you look at the race for the top six this season. Tottenham have backed their manager. Arsenal have spent big again. Chelsea are, are trying to spend big. They're finding it difficult, but the willingness is there on behalf of Todd Bowley. Manchester City have signed, uh, signed Erling Haaland, who's off the mark already. Liverpool have got Darwin Nunez in for big money. The only club that haven't really backed their manager are Manchester United. And until that happens, until there are at least three, maybe four new signings coming through the door, Ten Hag is is basically at a loss. They were there today, the Glazers. They're watching their empire crumble before their eyes. And unless they spend significant money, Manchester United have got no chance of getting into the top four. Eric Ten Hag, who's a good coach, has got no chance of being a success. So for me, it's not on Ten Hag, it's not on Ronaldo... It's not even on Fred and McTominay. It's not Fred's fault he's rubbish. It's the owners. I don't know why you not do that to Fred. And uh, that was the boot room, ladies and gentlemen. jeez! <laughs> Time now to hear from the Brighton gaffer, Graham Potter. It's been a brilliant first half for Brighton so far. they played some excellent football. They deserve to be in front. And this second goal just tops off a great first half performance from the away side. Well, I think it's been a process for us. You know, we, when we started, we, we, we took over a side that finished fourth from bottom and uh, with a different style of play. So, uh, as I've said before many times, the, the way you convince people in football is to win. And when you're Brighton home Albion, it, it can take you quite some time to, to win for different reasons. But we've managed to keep progressing and keep moving forward and then a little bit more belief grows and then of course you know we can perform like we have done today we've also had results against the other big six as well big five whatever you want to say so slowly slowly but we need to keep going and here's the reaction from man city who smashed west ham at the london stadium thanks to erling Haaland. surprise 
A second goal for Manchester City, a second goal for Erling Haaland, who is rapidly lighting up the Premier League on his top-flight debut. He's scored twice at London Stadium, and the second has come right in front of the Manchester City supporters. Do you feel you, you set down a marker with that performance? Was it important to set down a marker early on? Listen, when Watima won four Premier Leagues in the last five, the mark is already done. So, I'm sorry. So the question is, before today, we started the Premier League with 140 points to play. We won the first three, we have 111 still to play. We're going to the next one against Bournemouth and after Newcastle. This is what we have to do. And of course, we are, as I said in the beginning, I'm so incredibly happy for the, for the three points because it's a business. Our chairman will be happier and <laughs> that's the point. But what dictate the health, the vibes of the team is the way you played, not the three points. Is the way you played. And the way you played today was... The, the players know it. They didn't speak with them, but they know it. that is the, the path that we had to follow. They were so good. Tactically, they, they changed today from how we played them last season. And uh, we weren't able to deal with, with the way they played today. But, uh, look, we tried to hang in as much as we could. We showed a bit of resilience at times to keep in it because, hey, 2-0, we could have lost a lot more with the amount of ball they had. Not maybe by the amount of shots on target they had, but certainly by the amount of ball they had. And we found it very difficult to get the ball off them. So the talk should be about Man City. We, we just didn't really get, get too close to them. Here's the fallout now from Brendan Rodgers' Leicester, drawing with Thomas Franks' Brentford. It's finished Leicester 2, Brentford 2. Fantastic comeback from the Bees to share the points. Ivan Tony and sub Josh De Silva scoring their second half goals. Leicester will be so frustrated after letting a two-goal lead slip. I still think we could have kept the ball better. That was something we spoke to the players on afterwards. But still, the, uh, we can press the, the ball better for the, the second goal. They, they score it. But there's a lot of positives from the game. I thought Danny Ward coming in looked very assured and strong and came for crosses. Obviously, our Achilles heel last year being corners defending. I thought we were strong against a team that are renowned and very good at set pieces. So we were excellent there. We scored a goal from a corner and we've done a lot of work over pre-season, both offensive and defensive and corners. So we were good in that aspect. Just a shame that we, we couldn't just see the game through. De Silva cutting on to his left foot outside the penalty area and he has stumped it. He's hit it so hard and it's just flown beyond Danny Ward. Fantastic story, Josh. As we all know, have been out for... I say 18 months or, or close, six, 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 16 to 18 months there because he got that injury in March 21 and then he came back last year but set back again. Now finally a full pre-season uh, and he's, he's struggling still to sharp, sharp. So he's a, big, a player I have a big belief in and um, he actually just showed a bit more sharp than this week. So I knew that I would put him on uh, and... That's a signature move from, from Josh, so I just knew that position. I just saw, oh, they're dropping in. Come on, Josh, come on, Josh, yes! Uh, so uh, that was perfect. Uh, and I'm so pleased. So I got emotional after the game because he, I worked with him for four years and, and see him in creating that moment and got that well-deserved praise and, uh, and applause from, uh, from the fans was yeah, a very nice moment. On now to big Tony Cascarino on Weekend Breakfast, talking all things Tottenham Hotspurs. Fitness is a big thing that in sport, and that's an obvious thing to say. But when they're super levels, fitness is completely different. And Spurs pre-season, I, my thoughts yesterday and watching the goals and this morning we're 
We re-ran the goals, didn't we? We watched them again. Darting to the right-hand side, to the byline. Pulls it back. Space for Kulisevsky! 4-1, they're running riot! I'm watching four or five bodies in the 18-yard box by yeah. Spurs every time they got forward. Whether it was Emerson Royale, whether it was Kulisevsky, just loads, loads more. They're a super-fit team now. That's what Conte brings, apart from all his ability to tactically get teams quite close to spot on. Um, he's got a team that's super fit with loads of golds in it. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Now, would you, Adam and Eve, TalkSport have secured the exclusive audio rights to broadcast the rematch between Alexander Usyk and AJ Antonin Joshua, which takes place on August the 20th. Yeah, we do know that. You told us in a previous podcast. All right, oh, shut your face. I'm telling you again. Anyway, here's Talk Sports boxing commentator Andy Clark warning AJ that if he loses to Usyk, he cannot be considered an elite fighter, which, of course, none of us really consider him to be anyway after losing to Andy Ruiz Jr., who eats Snickers bars for fun. There will always be big fights out there for him because he's such a massive draw. But but it would be a huge setback if he were to if he were to lose this fight because he would have lost in 2019 and then he would have lost twice on the spin. So it wouldn't have been a great run. He hasn't been able to box that much over the last four years. You only box twice a year generally when you get to that level. And he only boxed once in, in 2020 and once in 2021 because of because of COVID. I just think if he loses this fight and he doesn't manage to get back for that third time as a heavyweight champion, there's a danger that history, boxing history, might treat him quite harshly. And I don't think he would really deserve it. But I think certainly in America, he might find himself written off as as a popular fighter, as a ticket seller, but not truly an elite level fighter. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back, as I said earlier, on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm today. Over on TalkSport 2 from 7pm, it's West Brom v Watford in the Championship, presented by Dan Windle. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts at first in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was a podcast from Talk Sport.